for joining me on Profit with a Plan podcast. This is where you can get some great ideas to create your most profitable small business. Just so you know, financial planning isn't for those only that have a lot of money or run big companies. A workable financial business plan is for us everyday small business owners and professionals that want to make great financial decisions that lead to bigger profits. So join me, Marcia Reiner, your financial business strategist, each Tuesday for some smart ideas that can make more profits to your bottom line. I've helped tons of small business owners establish and implement a tangible plan that guarantees sustainable profitability and guides their growth. If you know of anybody that may be curious, or maybe you, share this podcast or let's chat to see how we can create greater profits in your business. So today, I'm super excited to have Talmar Anderson with us today. We're going to be talking about hiring and possibly firing. Talmar Anderson has over 20 years of experience building, growing, and designing kick-ass teams for small businesses and entrepreneurs. She's also a published author and founder of Boss Actions. Talmar believes that any entrepreneur can have build a kick-ass team and grow their business. In fact, it's required. And we've spoke about this many times on this podcast. Through her escaping the hiring loop program and better boss mastery mentorship, she has she provides uh, leads or she leads, excuse me, over a hundred entrepreneurs to do exactly that. Her message has been featured on national television shows that have been aired on Amazon Fire, Roku, and Apple TV. So thanks, Talmar, for joining us today. I just have to say, I love one of your quotes. Tell me, tell me which one. Yes, the boss provides the tools, the Mm. team provides the success. And this happens to be one of the biggest reasons, I believe, why team building is so important to your profitability. Don't you agree? I 100% agree. First of all, thank you so much for having me on your show. I really appreciate that. Um, But yes, uh, that is literally the point of Boss Actions, to help business owners understand that the sooner they get this concept in all things, the sooner their business will blow up, like exponentially become more profitable, becomes easier, your lifestyle gets to be whatever the heck you want. It is 100% about the people you allow, because you're the boss, to come into your world. And then it's all about how you help them by giving them the tools to be successful. So I'm thrilled that you love that. I do. I saw that and I was like, gosh, that is so on point because we as business leaders, we're leaders. And, and, and I constantly coach to the whole idea that you're not an island. You cannot be a successful business owner and do it all by yourself. So when you're building your team, you become that leader. And how do you give them the pieces and the strength to go ahead and help you achieve your goals and actions? So I just loved it. It was right. Well, and the other part is I want to remind people that it can be more fun being an island, not just lonely. It's kind of overwhelming and super, super stressful, right? Right. So yeah. You can be a part of a team that is actually built to make you happy. That's, I mean, that's really what it's about. I mean, not in an ogre side kind of way, but <laughs> literally if I defi- define what success is for the company and what success is for each of these roles and these engagements with my team, then literally they're working to make me happy and you should only <laughs> let the 
people, we like do that. So there's so much more control behind it than a business owner knows. And that's what I help them with. I, this is, this is so important right now, because as we're coming out of this, you know, crisis we've been in, it's even more important to make sure you have the team. It's your opportunity to kind of reset, I think. And um, you can now choose who is perfectly designed for that role that you want to have. And you get to give them all the pieces that takes off of your platter. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, it's interesting. So some of our clients, uh, as we come out of this, some of our clients did uh, lose a couple people because they either couldn't wait for the clients to come back to that business and they needed something else. Some people redesigned their organizational structure so that the people they had in certain roles, they're like, look, the, the position has changed. And through conversation, they decided whether it was working or not for both of them, the employee and the, and the owner. But, uh, but predominantly, a lot of people hired through this. So what you're saying is exactly spot on because it was an opportunity to really get clear on what you should be doing, what you shouldn't be doing. And more importantly, what is your business need and who yes. can I get to help me fulfill that for my business? You know what? This is, this is great stuff because we've been talking about here on the podcast, how to grow your business for, for more profits. And one of those things I, I coach to, and I'm, I'm trying to take the gigantic horse pill myself and say, <laughs> and it is, you know, we, it's not we're gigantic. It's no, just a little pill. <laughs> no, it, it, it's just a little pill because we, you know, we are control freaks. We went into business because we wanted to control things and we wear like 25 different hats because we have to do everything. And, and I, Sandra, Sandra Yancey from eWomen talks about having managing your plate. And I say, no, we're managing our platter because it's like a smorgasbord and, and the old style, um, you know, go through and, and all you can eat buffet. It's, it's way too much. And we as business owners have to cut it off. No kidding. And we have to give the tasks that we shouldn't be doing to others. So how do you, how do you choose those others? Oh, well, that's a really long conversation, but let's see if I can't give you something with that. Uh, so a, a couple of things. First of all, uh, it, is, it is about getting yourself help. But I, I, I really got to tell you, fundamentally, the sooner, the big pill, which is really just a little pill, that if I could get business owners to, to come to terms with sooner, is that in order for you to be at all successful, and I don't, and success can be whatever it is. It could be making $10,000 a year and having a little money on the side so that you can go on vacations. Success can be, uh, you know, a $10 million company. Success is everything in between there. So, but the sooner that you understand that you want success, you need to understand the way to success is to learn to rely on other people. A hundred percent. And that, and that could be relying on your family who could be a, your team member, right? Maybe you've got a great partner or spouse who takes point on the kids. So you can take a whole bunch of interviews late in the evening. We're not doing that today, but some people, you know, they want to do all their work in the evening. So they might have a, a spouse take over the kids. So our team and the people that we rely on, the sooner we get clear that there's benefit to that. And not just, you know, not just the stress relieving the overwhelm, there's profitability, right? If we get strategic about how we're billing and how we are, are, are generating revenues and we can reinvest that in our community. I know a lot of business owners are like, I can't make too much money because I don't know, 
it breaks my heart. I want them to make too much money. But they can take that too much money and they can reinvest it back in their community, which predominantly women business owners do more than male business owners at this time. But but really getting the help, getting people that you can rely upon. That's the key word. And we have to rely on them. So if we don't trust the people we have in our team, why is that? Is it because of us? Maybe. Or maybe it's because we've hired people that really can't do the job correctly because of our lack of hiring process or lack of experience on how to hire or lack of understanding that there is a way to vet people and create a successful role in your company. So the relying isn't always about letting go of control. It's because we haven't taken the step of learning how to hire the right people for my company in this role today. And, and that's, I think, where we get, it's hard to hand off if they're not the right person because they have no chance at success. You know, you had mentioned something once before, especially when you said hire for today. Mm. Don't hire on the promise of what they could be in the future. Oh. I know. <laughs> hire oh, for today. Yeah, see, she knows all my buttons, people. So I one of my big, big, big philosophies, because I work with small business owners, right? This isn't, if you're a Fortune 500 company, probably not the best advice for you. But small business, really, you need to understand, stop hiring for potential. What they're going to be five years from now is not in your business. It's just not going to happen. And it does, and it's not your fault. You're a great boss. Everybody, you know, we can be nice and still build a team, but you need to understand our economy does not support people staying with businesses very long term. And growth factor of a business, the business, right? Because that's the thing that has a need, not the business owner, but a business is going to be one level. It might go to here. And you're going to hire somebody that you want to be up here. And the question is, how do we? It never, it's just not ever going to tie them out. Hire for the role you need today, the person that can do the job today. Because if you hire and teach them, by the time they're ready to do that job, either you're not going to be ready to hire them or they're going to be, you know, it's just, it never works out. Oh, fabulous, fabulous, fabulous point. I'm working with a client now that's struggling with that exact situation. And um, they won't see clear through it. And, and we're, 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 I'm, I'm still trying to put the, uh, the, the piece in place. But uh, it's so funny. I think the other side of that is hire for, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, hire oh, for the oh, need you have, right? And yeah. don't try and, and, and make them uh, uh, an all-in-one. So oh, if, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you, so. need, if you need somebody to do this task, Hire for that task. Don't hire for that task and hoping that they can do this and this and this and this and this and this. Because I think that that's just, it's, it's stopping. It's, it's not hiring the right person and you're never happy because they're not the right person for any of those roles. Well, and, and the biggest evidence of that is look in the mirror, business owner, right? <laughs> so if, and I, and I mean this in the nicest way, but you know me, I hold people's feet to the fire. Uh, so, <laughs> so the issue is, um, if we could do it all really, really well, why would we ever hire? The truth is we hire because even us, this most phenomenal business owner, the boss, the head honcher, the big G's, we can't do it all well. So we start usually with a thing that we're not good at. So we already know we have to hire somebody to do that well. And the problem is I call it, I call it the, um, it's a hiring myth and it's the, the unicorn or the Frankenstein, right? We take, we take all the things we need and we say, let's find a person that can do these things because golly, I would like to stop doing them. 
Well, the truth is the majority of the time when you're hiring for a Frankenstein or a unicorn, it's stuff that you're not getting to either. So it's not like you're just pulling stuff off. You couldn't fit it all in. So that's the first problem. But the second problem is if we're not strategic about the type of person that will be successful in the role we've designed, then it does. it's not about just finding eight hours in a day and putting a person in it. It's about finding the right person and the right tasks, matching them to a company or a mission or a boss that they are inspired, encouraged by, want to work for, love the audience, whatever it is. And you have to combine all that. So this is not just go to a job posting board, copy and add, and just find the body. The body will need to learn so much. And the body is probably good at one, maybe two things. And as soon as you go off that, you've literally hired somebody, again, that only can fail. And so it doesn't matter how great they are, that one thing that was on the list, you will only see all the things they're not doing well. And True. so you're literally setting yourself up for failure. Ah, it, I, know. It, I know it's so hard to do. So you have some other myths. What kind of myths? Tell, tell me more about these myths that you have that we can make successful business owners um, choose the right people for the right roles and not try and, um, you know, say, oh, you're a catch-all person. You're going to do this or, or you're, you're an accountant person, but I want you also to be the IT person, you know, I mean, <laughs> I totally, yeah. So, so it's about learning to identify what your business needs, right? And, okay. And whether, if we're a solopreneur, I get it. In your mind, the business is you. But we do need to start thinking about the fact that the business has needs outside of us. The business might need someone to answer the phone 24 hours a day, say if you're a plumbing company, right? If they have an emergency, you physically can't be that person. So your business has that need. That's an mm -hmm. example of learning to pull out what the business needs. Um, so once you decide what the business needs, you have to learn to identify what success is, right? So if I know that I need social media help, let's say, oh, you know, it's one of the favorite things for people to farm at, which I agree. If it's not your zone of genius, get somebody else to do it, right? Right. So if I know I need social media help, how do I know what that person's going to do to make me happy? Like social media help could mean I want someone to make the graphics because if I spend another hour in Canva, I'm going to beat my head against the wall, right? <laughs> if you don't like putting it together to make it look pretty. Or maybe social media help means... I just want somebody to write the post. I can't stand taking the time and I don't know how to speak marketing and it just, it's not, nobody's engaging with it. I just, I need somebody to write the content for that social media post. That's a second task, right? Or social media help might mean scheduling all of the social media posts and getting it entered in on a regular and consistent basis, right? So those are three different things and you need to understand which is you're looking for and which is your priority. Is it more important to get somebody that can do the graphics and the posting. So if you had to write it, you could at least give them a draft so they get know what they were saying or the other way around, right? Maybe you need somebody to write the messaging and you can get it scheduled. So we have to be clear what we want before we can hire for it. And so that's a big part. You learn to identify what we need. We learn how to attract the right people, right? That are going to like us, our audience, the business model, their job. And then we learn how to vet it. For God's sakes, people, make them prove it. I can give you resumes as I was the president of the United States. I am not 
yet the president of the United States, right? I you could you have to call references. You need to have a strategic reference check. It is not the same thing. You need to know what kind of people you're calling for references. You need to call all of them and you can't just go on what one person says because that's not proving that what they said in the interviews and the resumes is actually going to carry through. That's that's great. But boy, what a headache, right? Maybe. But what what's what's the what's the famous line um and I get this wrong all the time. Is it is it is it higher higher slow fire quick or, oh, or is it perfect. Better? You did it great. Okay, okay good. Fire slowly, fire quickly. Absolutely. And that's the thing I think I I teach people more often than not. Um in our head, getting the the job offer done is whew, oh, hiring's done now. Life is going to be so much better now. They're just going to walk in and do the job. Now, the truth of the matter is that's the way it should be, but that only will work if on the front end of that job offer you did all of your homework and the job description and the employment ad are the middle of the hiring process. You still have to take the time two more steps ahead of time to identify what your business needs and attract the right person. And then you can hire them and get on with your merry day. And that way you're not teaching them because we made sure they could do what I need. And we verify that they actually do it, not that they say they do it. Right. And now we don't have to worry about wasting all that time. They can come in and be effective. And that's what a small business owner needs, an effective person in the role that their company needs. Love it. Okay. So we've, we've, done, the, we've done the beginning. We've done the middle. Mm. We're hiring them. Mm. What's next? How do we make sure that they're doing what they're supposed to be doing? I, I think that's a little bit more HR, but I think if we did all the other stuff coming in, I mean, there's got to be some sort of um, follow-up that we're doing once they are hired and making sure that they're trained properly. There's a whole thing about it called management. And so, uh, and I'm not, I'm not trying, I'm trying to be silly. I know, you're, but, you're, uh, uh, I mean, but it's so right on. Well, you know, it's funny that people, uh, the word HR, God, I would love to know what that means. It's like one of my first questions, whenever I'm working with a prospect, I say, okay, they're like, I just need somebody to take over the HR. And I'm like, great, let's talk about what HR means to me. You know, HR. And what they mean is I need somebody else to be in charge of being mean to the people. Uh, and let's be clear. <laughs> oh, Marseille's like, no, no, I can do that. I got that. I got that. <laughs> Not every business owner, but some people, right? right? And so uh, it's the uncomfortable situations, it's the stress, and I call it the people side of business, right? It can be sticky. It's unpredictable sometimes. And uh, knowing that you're going to be confident enough to walk through that and how to handle these situations is a lot. So, so we built a membership and we've got an online course. We've got all kinds of things. But there is just like there's a process to hiring, which again, Boss Actions, let us know. We're happy to help you. But there's a process to management that we built. You need to understand how to have meetings, how to set expectations, and how to have these conversations in a way that, again, set you up for success. It's all about yeah. planning for everything to go right. But if we're, if we're reacting, if we wait for somebody to come in and have a problem to be our first time we have a meeting with them, well, then meetings mean bad things to them. And the majority of business owners let it like 
wait on them. And they're like, oh, no, they're not going to do that again. They saw me roll my eyes. Oh, no, they got it. They have to know by now that I don't like it when they do this. Did you tell them? Did you tell them that, golly gum, when you walk in, that drives me crazy? Please don't do that anymore. It's got to be bothering my clients. I need you to come in in a professional manner, you know, not in a cloud of cigarette smoke or whatever the thing is, right? Perfect. You know, in setting those expectations and and bringing people along, you know, you've got to have foundations. You've got to have strategies and plans on it, just like making more money. You have to do this in your business and it's got to be part of your business plan. So I love this conversation and why, why you're here with us and, yeah. and, and talking to us about it is because it's one of the five pillars. It's so the pillars, we've got the financial side, the organization side we're talking about right now, the product, the marketing and the, and the growth. But this organization is, it's the platform we all build off of. It's the way your business functions and it's who you have on your team to help you get there. And that's why this is such an essential conversation because you can only get so far on your good looks and talent, right? You have to have, right? Right. (laughs) You have to have the team. It's the team, right? It's who you surround yourself with. It is. And that, that's why I love your, your quote so much that it's, you're giving them the tools to help you succeed and pull all these pieces together. And I think that this is, um, this is an essential part because I don't know the exact numbers, but most small businesses and most large companies, what's the average percentage of your, your costs going towards? Human it, it, it does depend, but the predominant amount, anywhere from 50 to 80%, depends on the industry. Uh, and it could be lower. You know, if you've got a heavy service industry, it could be less expensive. But, but the people side of your expenses is really, especially the first few years, is, is a, the big investment part, right? It is. So if that's your biggest cost, Mm-hmm. In comparison to everything, next would probably be your, your rent of some sort. Mm-hmm. Um, but if that's your biggest cost, why not manage it properly? Setting clear well, and, expectations. And the, people think of management as, again, a reactive thing. And if they can mm-hmm. learn and the process and use it correctly, they, they, the meetings with employees aren't uncomfortable, even the really hard ones. I literally just spoke to my client this morning who they're coming back from this, this time where everybody was quarantined and the, the business owner recognized that she really needs a person on site and the employee recognized that she really needs to work virtually to stay home for her family. Now she worked at home. She was like, uh, this is way more helpful than I thought it would be. And so they had to have a conversation about, I would really like to work at home. The business owner's like, I, I get that. Let me think about it. And she's like, I really think I need the physical help because she has a product side to her business. And so they both just mutually agreed that it was not going to work. They have an end date for their engagement for when they're going to, for when they're not going to work together anymore. The owner has time and is able to go out and start looking for an, uh, for a new employee. And the employee has time to start looking for another job. And with the boss's okay to get give them a reference right it's because she developed the habits and the processes for clear communication before everything gets stressful and dramatic and so if we do it consistently then it's not this big scary it doesn't have to be dramatic it doesn't have to be 
No, and I think I think you know nobody wants to be in that situation either. So if the boss is stressing over it, the employee is certainly stressing over it, and that trickles out to everybody else, whether it's clients or vendors or just unhealthy relationships. So yes, I I, I love the idea of having hey, this is what I expect for you. And we're going to check in on this. And it's not going to be a, a bitch session. It's not going to be an attack. Um, yeah. It's going to be, have you, have you been able to do this? Yeah. Uh, I, had a, I had a client that had a similar problem, um, but the flip side of that, um, she was very direct in her, the way she communicated and she yeah. had very clear expectations, but the hire she brought in was kind of a little flighty and, you know, had potential like you said, had this great potential. But what happened is, is the employer got um, got the challenge and the negative side of it because the 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 personalities didn't match. They didn't. Exactly. She the the employee thought she was constantly being attacked, and yeah. the employer said, "No, I'm just this is how it is, and it's clear cut and dry, and there's no emotions in it." And it made a horrible mess of the business. Because yeah. she didn't hire right, she didn't communicate properly, and the personality of the two people were constantly like this. Yeah, so. and per, you know, people are like, "So I should get just people like me?" That's not necessarily always the case. But what I remind bosses is that we can hire for a, a personality thing that you that you find very uh, important. Like for me, I, I positivity is my thing. Like I, 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 the joke is I'm militantly positive, and what I mean by that is. I don't have patience for a lot of negative people or somebody who's like, oh, yep, all is lost. That's just sucks to be you. And I'm like, (laughs) no, life's not that bad. Let's figure out what our possibilities are, right? So positivity, which you wouldn't think is a big deal, is something that I have to put into my hiring process and screening process in lots of different ways because somebody can say a positive statement but not be a positive person. And so, you, you know, it's about identifying the things that are really critical because we can't, again, that Frankenstein idea, we can't put the whole list of kitchen sink. So, so we teach our clients to really be clear and then have a specific ordering to things. And then when you go through your process, you know, which things are really important to you, which things would be nice. And it also depends on the role, right? Sometimes you need a really positive person and somebody who's a little more risk adverse, you might need to bend on that positivity because they're trying in their role for the company that that risk adverse and that anxiousness actually could be like a a tell that says they'd be good at a job. Yeah, true. It's finding the right, the right piece. So, okay. So, um, so we could probably keep this conversation going for another (laughs) two hours. I mean, easy, easy on this. And I think it's such an important piece for, for small business owners to really understand and get, and get the basis of how they're going to build their team because their team is going to be their success. Your team is going to make that success. And I just, I just, I think it's so important. So how can, how can everybody find you? Well, I know you got more. Oh, I do. Can I just give one more little tip before yes. you said team? And, I, and the one thing I don't think we've talked about yet is I want to remind business owners that their team is not just employees, right? I, I meet so many business owners that are like, oh, I'm not ready to hire yet. And I'm like, do you have a bookkeeper? Do, yeah. do you work with an attorney once a year to look at your contracts, right? Your team are independent contractors, so. vendors, and employees. Anyone you would let come into your business and influence the way your business runs or the way your clients receive product or services, 
anyone should go through a vetting process, should be hired on your team. Now, it's a different process a little bit for a vendor, independent contractor, or employee, but not that different. So that was one thing is a team is all of these things. So be mindful. You should be managing all those people and the kind of people. Don't just, you know, if you give me a great referral for social media, that might work for you, but it might not work for me. And then if somebody wants to find me, they can find me at bossactions.com or the boss muse, but better yet, go to zoomwithtalmar.com. You can make an appointment or you can grab a download. I'm happy to offer your audience. It's called uh, Four Questions for Building a High Functioning Team. This is great stuff. This is really great stuff. And and I encourage everybody to take Talmar up on this offer because she has helped me immensely with my clients and getting them into the right position because as a, as a team member for your business and for my clients' businesses, it's so important, again, to have the right people in the right role and understanding that you can't do it all. You can't do it all. And, well, and they'll build alone. profitability, which you can appreciate. Absolutely. Well, everything leads to money. Every decision we make in our business is a money decision and we should be making good ones. So that's definitely it. All right, Talmar, thank you so much. Um, I hope you guys have found something of value, maybe a couple of ideas or two that you can put into your business today so that you'll take and have more money, more control, and definitely more profitability. If you'd like to know specifically how to increase your own profits in your business, let's chat. My contact information, of course, Talmar's contact information will be in the podcast notes for you to be able to reach out and take advantage of this. So I'm super excited to talk about my book, Big Profit Secrets Exposed. This is some of my advanced strategies that I coach to my clients in my inner circle. And so I encourage you to pick up a copy of my book. It's uh, on Amazon and also the copy or link will be in the notes. And then I have a great new program just releasing it right now. It is called the Big Profit Strategy Sprint. It's a six-day course of getting you in line and going and moving so you can make more money in your business. Go check it out. It is at failproofbiz.com. So I encourage you to go check that out. It is free. It's a six-day sprint, and it's going to set you off on the right path as we come out of this uh, this crisis we've been in and making sure our business is always strong and more profitable. So you can catch Profit with a Plan on any of your favorite podcast players, and we're looking forward to more great profitable information on next week's show. So until then, make your plans and profit with it. Thanks, Talmar. Thank you. 